Welcome back to the Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association's Patients Come First podcast. After a brief hiatus this fall, we're excited to resume our series with an interview featuring Dr. Stephanie Stevens, who's a palliative care physician with VCU Health and Massey Cancer Center. Welcome to the program, Dr. Stevens, and thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Uh, for our listeners' benefit, we're taping this in mid-December during the holiday season, and we thought that the more the merrier this time of year. And so with that in mind, I'm actually joined by my colleague, the fabulous Aaron Ehrlich-Beard, for our conversation with Dr. Stevens. Aaron and Dr. Stevens are actually personal friends, so for the sake of me, the only person on this podcast that doesn't know Dr. Stevens, um, if you just give us a little bit of an introduction about yourself personally, uh, maybe where you went to school, uh, a few things like that, just so people get a sense of who you are. So I was born in Washington, D.C., but I grew up in Northern Virginia. Uh, I went to William & Mary for college, so go tribe. I ended up in South Florida for medical school at Nova Southeastern and uh, wanted to come a little bit closer to home for my training, and I ended up at VCU Medical Center for uh, my internal medicine training and my fellowship. I love to bake. I think Erin can probably vouch for my baking skills. We've got two dogs and a cat, and in Richmond tradition, I try to stay active and be outdoors, and I've run the, the Monument 10K for the last couple of years, and that's been a lot of fun. I can definitely vouch for those macarons. She's an excellent baker. Uh, those sound quite tasty. <laughs> Thanks, Steph. And I definitely would appreciate some macarons for the holidays if you're thinking of a gift for me. <laughs> so I'm interested to hear about uh, your work in palliative care. Um, so can you talk about the award-winning and pioneering work in the area of palliative care at VCU Health? And just give an explanation to our listeners about what palliative care is and what's unique about how it's delivered at VCU. Sure. So palliative care is a medical subspecialty that really focuses on treating patients and families of patients who have a serious or life-threatening illness. We focus not only on the physical symptoms, um, such as pain, um, shortness of breath, but also realizing that we are more than the sum of our parts, and uh, addressing the psychosocial and spiritual needs of our patients is important as well. Uh, palliative care is very special because it is a team-based approach. Uh, I would never be able to do this job alone, and I'm very fortunate that at VCU, it's not only doctors and nurse practitioners, but we are um, very lucky to have wonderful nursing staff, uh, psychology, physical therapy, chaplaincy, social work, uh, wonderful volunteers on our unit, and of course, Rennie, our palliative care dog, to, to really make sure that we are addressing all of our patients' and families' needs and not just trying to treat things with a medication. VCU has palliative care in a variety of settings. We're really lucky that we have the ability to see patients not only in the hospital, but also in a clinic as well. Uh, So we have our inpatient consultative service where we can see patients everywhere in the hospital, so the ICU, surgical, medical floors. We have our inpatient palliative care service where we admit patients to the hospital under our team, uh, and we can focus on symptom management, Um, And sometimes we do focus on end-of-life care for some patients who've come from other parts of the hospital. And then our clinic is embedded in Massey Cancer Center, and so Monday through Friday we see patients who uh, potentially are getting curative chemotherapy for their illness, and we manage the the symptoms that come along with not only having cancer but getting chemotherapy and trying to keep these people um, as active and functional and living as normal of a life as possible. 
Well, thank you for that explanation. It sounds like palliative care really is healthcare delivery that focuses on, in a lot of ways, managing pain and symptoms for uh, critically ill patients, particularly at a, at a challenging uh, time for them. I know that providing comfort can take a lot of different forms, and, and from what I've read, one of the unique approaches used at Massey and other hospitals is the use of therapy dogs. And I think that VCU actually has a palliative care facility dog. It's a golden retriever lab mix named Rennie, and I saw on Twitter recently that Rennie was dressed up for the holidays. What can you tell us about pet therapy and some other innovative approaches uh, that are used to provide comfort care to patients? So Rennie is uh, a special dog because she is a canine companion for independence trained facility dogs. So she spent the first two years of her life getting a lot of training um, at a facility up in New York. And then she joined our team earlier this year. She lives with our nurse manager at home, but comes to work Monday through Friday. Um, so she spends time with our patients, both on our inpatient unit and then goes throughout the hospital and can see patients that we're seeing for our consult team. Uh, it's really nice that she has the ability to lie very calmly on the bed and, and um, allows patients and families to spend time with her. And I think that um, with all of the research that we have about the positive benefits of interacting with animals, especially dogs, to be able to, to have that in the hospital is really special. And to have the consistency of having her, um, you know, pretty much Monday through Friday every week of the year so that patients and families can develop kind of a relationship with her. Um, VCU also has Dogs on Call, which is through the Center for uh, Canine uh, Animal-Human Interaction. Um, so we can telephone up and ask for uh, a visit from one of the dogs. And so if, if Rennie's not really your flavor, we've got everything from a five-pound uh, multi-poo to I met a 145-pound Great Dane yesterday, um, and they are able to come and visit our patients. I think we really are very open-minded about what uh, is the best thing for our patients and realizing that sometimes you know, I can't, as a physician, necessarily meet a patient's needs, but maybe a visit from Rennie or a visit from one of our, vo our volunteers is, is going to be more beneficial for that person on a, any given day. Um, and so we, we really embrace having uh, lots of different uh, voices involved in terms of trying to come up with what, what's the best strategy to help care for folks. So it sounds like the day of a, the day in the life of a therapy dog is pretty busy. Um, what about you? What's, what's a typical day like for you? And if you can think of a memorable patient story that sticks with you, um, I'd be interested in hearing that as well. What I really love about my job is that I don't necessarily have a typical day. Um, and I have a lot of flexibility in what I do. So sometimes I'm in the clinic and so I'm seeing folks who have just regular scheduled appointments and they, a lot of them see us every month while we check in with them about how things are going. Right now I'm on our consult service, so I might go from the medical ICU up to the trauma ICU to the oncology floor and what I, it's really nice is I, I can change the amount of time I can spend with different patients and families depending on what's going on with them that day. Um, and I can loop back and see them later in the day if they need another visit in the afternoon. And then other weeks, I'm on our inpatient service where I have the opportunity to be the primary physician for those patients along with our fellows and our internal medicine residents to help care for them. And I can spend lots of time with them. And sometimes our, our patients and families do need that. And so to be able to provide the flexibility is, is really nice. In thinking about memorable patient stories, what I really wanted to highlight is kind of some of the things that we've I've encountered on our unit recently. I'm always impressed by our staff's ability to really kind of rise to the challenge to, to meet our patients' and families' needs. So this past year, we've had a wedding. 
we had a young woman who was getting married, so a, br- a local bridal salon lent her gown so she could come have a fashion show for mom. We have lots of dog and cat visitors from patients' homes. In fact, there was one little dog named Jamie that is much more well-behaved than my dogs who stayed with mom and kind of <laughs> moved in for a while. Um, I had a, actually a gentleman recently who's, you know, it's a little sad. His family knew he wouldn't be around for the holidays, but they brought in his favorite wine and all the family came in and they had a really lovely toast. And we've got a memory tree. It was made by a local artisan. It's a bronze sculpture and families can have a loved one's name engraved on a leaf and it gives them the opportunity to come back a month or two after their loved one has passed. They hang the leaf on the tree and we all have cookies and tea and sit around and reminisce. And to be able to spend time with them kind of outside of the formal kind of doctor-patient relationship is is really special. A lot of what we do can be sad, but I think we do tend to bring a lot of, we really focus on trying to bring joy to patients and families. And uh, I'm, very, I'm very lucky that we have a lot of wonderful staff who, who are able to make these things happen. Well, it's really great to to hear those stories and, and that approach. That's actually what we hear time and again when we talk to folks at our member hospital and health systems throughout the Commonwealth is the personal touches that providers and caregivers deliver to patients to really try to, you know, whether they are having a temporary medical setback or they are experiencing end-of-life care. We hear that over and over again, and that's one of the reasons that we, in fact, named this podcast the Patients Come First podcast precisely for that reason. So we really appreciate you sharing some time with us today and, and your perspective, particularly during the holidays when things can be hectic. Well, it's always I always love to have the opportunity to, to share what palliative care can bring to patients and families, um, and uh, thank you for giving me this opportunity. And it's been really fun talking to you in a professional setting, Stephanie. So thank you again for taking the time to do this with us. Absolutely. And I'll keep you posted if I have any new um, things that I'm baking up, Erin, okay? I'm so excited. I can't wait. And, and, I, and I'm a little envious. Well, that's going to that's gonna do it for this edition of the Patients Come First podcast. As always, we encourage you to listen to us on SoundCloud or through our website, www.vhha.com. You can also engage with VHHA on Facebook and Twitter. You can just search for VHHA and the account should come up. We welcome your thoughts, ideas, and feedback through social media messages using the Patients Come First hashtag, which again is the name of the podcast. You can also email us at pcfpodcast at vhha.com. Again, that's pcfpodcast at vhha.com. We appreciate uh, Stephanie taking the time uh, during the holidays, and we will resume new episodes in 2018. So for me, Aaron, and all of us here at VHHA, thanks for listening, and happy holidays and a happy new year to all of you.